When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Five OCs in four and a half years. Six head coaches. That is the life of Baker Mayfield. And now they go on the road to take on the Detroit Lions. And I just want to start with the Buccaneers because, Baldy, we were talking about the Packers not supposed to be here. <laughs> this division was terrible. Somebody had to win it. But it's about timing and when you get hot. And the Buccaneers are playing really good football right now. And defensively, Todd Bowles has them going. I would love to say Detroit and this story is going to continue. And, and I love the Detroit story. But what about the Buccaneers story and specifically Baker Mayfield? Well, I mean, he got stability. You know, he got a, a fresh, young, uh, creative offense coordinator in Dave Canales. His offensive line, um, it was completely reworked uh, this offseason. Tristan Wurst went from all-pro right tackle to over the left tackle. Uh, Aaron Stinney came in, did what he did. You got a, you know, Hainsey, and they've drafted Cody Malk and, um, you know, Gedeke. You know, they, they those five have started probably the last 13, 14 straight games in a row right now. Um, you know, so they've got some stability up front. Rashad White, as a result, has run the ball better. Um, they're not great, but they're not nearly as bad as they were a year yeah. ago. And then, look, if they could have caught the ball against the Eagles, they would have scored 50. You know, I mean, they dropped touchdowns. But, you know, this, you know, Baker is, look, he, the guy is highly competitive. I think he's matured a lot. I don't think he's nearly as, um, you know, I mean, he was so far – he was almost too emotional early on in his career. Yeah. And I think he's like, I think he, he stopped. Like, look, Carolina was a disaster. You show up in July, you win the job. The coaching deal is a, is a disaster. The team around is bad. He got stability coordinator. He's got a defense with Todd um, on that side of the ball. I think for the first time in a long time, Baker has just basically said, I don't have to prove it to you anymore. Like just go play quarterback. I don't have to win a game. We got enough help here. So I think he knows his role and he's really accepted it. And he's grown up. He, he's, a, he's an adult now. So I think those are good things. 
I'll be honest with you, Carl. The Eagles stink. Like they don't have any they don't have any idea what to do against the blitz. If Todd Bowles blitzes Ben Johnson and Jared Goff the way he did the Eagles, like they're not going to win the game. Right. They're, they're going to give. They're ready for. It. Like you watch Jared Goff go. Okay, I'm going to put the back over here on this safety. I'm going to put the tight end over here. We're going to max it up and we'll go hit Amon Ra or or Laporta or you know Reynolds. We'll, We'll go find a matchup. Like, you can't blitz. They blitzed almost every play against the Eagles. It was success. <laughs> I know. Like, you can't play that style. You can pull it every once in a while, um, but you can't do that to this coordinator and this quarterback. There's no way. Like, they'll get carved up. So, it'll be a different type of game for Tampa's defense, Jason. <laughs> Jason, yeah, can, I, can, can, I was going to say, can, can the Bucks though – move the ball against this Lions defense the way they did the other night. Now, again, Eagles, from a personnel standpoint, we've been talking about how good that Eagles defense has been all year, but yet they were a disaster the last seven weeks of the season. And a lot of people, Jason, are saying it's Matt Patricia. Well, look, again, I'm not going to waste any more. You you can Google me and Matt Patricia and find (laughs) him. I don't think I'll talk about him anymore. Don't worry. Uh, I, I do think they can they can move the ball. Um, I think a lot of the Eagles' deficiencies to me are are there with the Lions as well, defending the slot, defending the middle of the field, um, some of their coverage breakdowns on the back end. You know, Gardner Johnson's back now, and we'll see. But like, I, I don't know, Baldy. Like, I, I I don't I don't think the Bucks are. And I know Todd Bowles has a has a like a reputation as being conservative. And they have run the ball a little better in the second half, but it's real hard to run the ball in the Lions. And, like, you know, Rashad White gets his carries to stay balanced, but they're going to have to keep pace with the Lions because the Lions are going to get points. Jared Goff threw for 355 yards against these guys a few weeks back. That's the second highest total for him throwing outside of a dome since he came to the to the Lions. Like, he had, like, 357 against, you know, Carolina, like, at one. But, like, that's, like – we know golf splits, home road, right? Indoors, outdoors. Like, I, I just think even if Todd Bowles blitzes a little less and changes his, his spots a little bit, the Lions are going to get theirs at home on that fast track offensively. Like, I think this is another over game. Like, I think the Bucks are fooling themselves if they think that this game's played in the low 20s. So, like, how do we get there? Well, we've got to exploit that secondary. And the Bucks right now, to me, Baldy, it's a little bit like Rutgers. I don't know where the ball's going. Like, the number four wide receiver might be the czar on this drive. The number five wide receiver. Kate Otten might take a game over, right? If they want to sell out to take away Evans, that's fine. Baker will play point guard. Like, I think that'll be a problem for the Lions a little bit. Like, I think they can get into 11 personnel like the Rams did, right? We got the one, you know, move tight end. We got a bunch of jitterbugs out there plus Mike Evans. Like, I'm going to – somebody's going to be open. Like, your, your secondary ain't that good. So I think the game's probably got to be played a, a, a little bit more like that. And I'll say this about Baker Mayfield. He's one of the rare quarterbacks in this league. He's got reverse splits. Like, you know, a left-handed reliever who's who's better against lefties than righties. He's better away from home than at home. He had the second-best passer rating in the NFL on the road. He had 19 passing touchdowns. He averaged two passing touchdowns a game on the road. I got news for you. They're giving you plus money over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. Detroit bleeds out passing touchdowns. He's going to get a couple. Like, somebody's going to go off like Puka Nakua did. I can't tell you who it is, right? It might be well, Godwin this week. But somebody in the slot's going to go off because the, the Lions don't have the body 
Lions to match up. The Lions will win. Lions are the better team. But I think the Bucs, Baldy, can make this an interesting watch. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, it's interesting. Ben Johnson got a lot of attention last year. He's getting a lot of attention now as a head coach. Uh, He stayed last year, and they're better because of it. But, you know, when I watch... Detroit's offense. It's it's so interesting because I see I find something that I've never seen before. Whether it's a formation, a particular motion, a misdirection. This Ben Johnson's very very creative. And the one guy, you know, sometimes how do you play without the ball? Like this, Jamison Williams runs different than anybody else left in this postseason. It reminds me a lot of Deshaun Jackson, and he they use his speed to just take the cover off. The, the defenses, and that's opened up these windows for for Reynolds last week and Monroe St. Brown. Um, he doesn't get a lot of targets, but, man, is he a blur. I, I nicknamed him the, the Motown Comet, and they use his speed in a way that you have to respect it. Otherwise, he'll run right by you, and they will get it to him. Um, this is I, – I think Brian Branch is, 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 a, is a good slot defender when he's in the slot, Jason. He's not always there. Sometimes he he's just a. He is. He can only you know, take it, one guy, though, Baldy. Baldy, yeah, he can't. If he could guard three guys at once, they'd be all right. That's true. That's true. Right? That's what, true. Who do you think that matchup is? Do, do they put him on Otten? Who, who do you think they put him on, just for my own gambling purposes? Well, <laughs> you know, look, Kate Otten had the game of his life the other day against Philly, but Philly doesn't know what the right hand and the left hand are doing with each other. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Baker's going to throw it to the open man. So Otten got all the targets last week, and uh, you know that's got to uh, be Godwin, though, doesn't it? I mean, I, I I'm more afraid of Godwin than I am of of what I saw last week. Like, was that an aberration? Godwin's proven right, and if you're going to say who do I trust going into this game, and I'm Baker Mayfield, that's the guy I'm putting him on. Now you got the Mike Evans thing; you can worry about that outside, but Godwin's going to be working inside, right? He's going to be working all the the angles here with the slot. That's the guy I'm worried about. But I think I think Jason Baldy. The Lions secondary is their weakness. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw them get taken advantage of last week. I'm with you, Jason. I think the Bucks come in. They're going to take their shots. Maybe they get some pass interference plays down the field. They're able to get in the scoring position. We'll see what happens. But I do want to ask you guys about how this Lions team is built. Some people say, oh, it's about time. It's 30 years. Guys, I'm looking at this roster. Baldy, they're going to be here. Now, I don't know what the decision is on golf, but they're not going anywhere. Well, you, you look, Carl, I mean, just look at their first two. Look at Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. Like, those guys scored 23 touchdowns. Two rookies scored 23 touchdowns in 18 games, counting last week. I mean, they struck gold and all these players, right? And if you just go through the roster now, I mean, for the offensive line, is all built through the draft. I mean, they drafted every one of those guys. Glasgow and, you know, Penne and, you know, Ragnow. I mean, the whole group they drafted. And now this Laporte has come in and he's setting the world on fire. He might be the next great tight end in this business, the way that he runs. Um, They, you know, they said, look, we think 
we think we have a good running back room. They blew it out last year. And here comes yeah. Montgomery and here comes Jameer Gibbs. Like nobody, I didn't see anybody else do that. And they struck gold right there. It was the right choice. And the way that they use them right. is the right way. David Montgomery pounds you. He breaks tackles. He extends plays by two or three yards every time he touches it. And then here comes Gibbs. Here comes Gibbs and that speed, the change of pace, the ability to catch the ball. I mean, that's just in the offense. If they get, you know, if they would have traded for Montez Sweat during the season, yes. you, yes. opposite of Aiden oh, you know, I mean, if you if they had, had the foresight to make that move, flip yep. the second round pick because they have assets. Yep. Or Chase you go, Young. Or Chase Young. Well, I would have taken my yeah, but I mean if you I think Montez was a second round pick, Jason. Like second round pick for Montez Sweat, yeah, with his length and Aiden Hutchinson's length and effort, you put those beasts on the outside, like that might be all this defense needed. I think yeah. that's but I think this is a well built team and they're built for the long term. And they're built in the eyes of Dan Campbell, which is more important. Like this is the type of guys that he wants, and those are the guys he's getting. Alex Anzalone was in New Orleans, good player. In Detroit, like he's right there on the verge of being a star player. Never comes off the field, every down, uh, impactful player. Uh, it, 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 it's coming along, coming along real good. Baldy, even the kid they drafted from Iowa, right? Jack uh, uh, Smith, is yeah, it? Campbell. Uh, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, the length of it. And we talked about it when they drafted him. I remember us talking last year about, well, what's going on here? They want a guy to, you know, be in the middle of the field. That's even worked. Well, one of Jason's good friends and my good friends, Bobby DePaul, run a lot of, lot of different, you know, draft rooms in this business. And he always said the most under underrated element of a defender is their length. And so wingspan differential. Bobby was preaching that to me, Jason, 25 years ago. Yes, yes, absolutely. And he's not but wrong. Yes, he's not wrong. Yeah. And so you look at a Jack Campbell and you look at that wingspan and you look at you know, a guy like a Montez Sweat with his wingspan, like it's length. It's it just, it, it's like basketball. You're in the passing lanes. Your hands are up. You make tackles that other guys don't make. Um, it, you get off blocks easier. Like yep. all these things, like there's validity to this. Now, every once in a while, there's a Mike Singletary that defies sure. everything. You know, sure. you get the outliers out there. But by and large, you get length out there on your defense, um, like Kyle Hamilton in Baltimore. Length, length, and if it's used properly in the right scheme, makes a big difference.